0: We're, we're back. back. I'm Bella.
1: And I'm Amy. I'm her mom.
0: And I'm her teen daughter.
1: <laughs> what are we talking about today? Worries. Or what are you thinking about? Worries? Oh, gosh. There's so much to be worried about right now. I don't even know. Where should we start, though? What do you think?
0: Um, I don't know. Just, like, in this season of life, anything we're feeling stressed about or things we, like, are annoyed we can't see like future outcomes about Mm. or something like that and when you think about worry like how do you define it for yourself something that I can't get off my mind not for a good reason something Mm. that makes me feel stressed out or just feels like a
1: burden Mm -hmm. that's kind of how I think about it is it's a burden it's always there hovering almost in my mind. This is so weird. I kind of see it like sitting on my shoulder like it's a it's a worry and it's just
0: there. Mm -hmm. So what's what would be like your top worry right now? Honestly, probably just meeting people. As Mm -hmm. we said in our last podcast, just meeting people and getting to know people before I start high school.
1: I know because you have this huge transition from middle school to high school knowing nobody really
0: yeah i mean i'm not even sure if we're gonna start school on time or not but oh yeah if we do um i'm just worried like i'm gonna be going into high school knowing nobody while tons of other people are gonna have known people from middle school
1: Mm -hmm. so when i was I think I've told you this story before, but when I left eighth grade and went into ninth grade for high school, I also moved across town to a whole new high school that wasn't in my previous school district and literally knew no one. And one of the things I remember, like maybe the first two weeks of high school, is everybody would be like, oh, Carnegie, Carnegie, Carnegie. And I was like, I don't, what is Carnegie? And that was the middle school. And so everybody was like, oh, I I did this at Carnegie, or I know so-and-so from Carnegie. And I remember in my mind thinking, what is that? And I thought, at first I thought it was a thing, and then I realized it was the school everybody came from. At first I thought it was like a program, like we did a program together. And it, even though that, once I figured that out, that, that was fine, it was definitely set things up in the beginning that I was like, okay, I'm an outsider. I'm going to work extra hard to overcome a hurdle that nobody else seems like has to overcome. Even though I'm sure there were people in my high school who trans, transferred in, it was definitely those first couple of weeks were rough trying to insert myself in some friend group somewhere, you know? when you think about starting high school and what that'll be like well i guess it's what you said too is it doesn't we don't even know if it's going to happen so let's let's play two scenarios if you start high school and you physically actually go to the high school what is the worry
0: just showing up and okay this is how i picture it i go into school like i get off the bus i go into school everyone's like got somebody everyone's Mm. talking to someone who am I supposed to go and talk to if assuming I go and knowing nobody who am I supposed I don't want to just insert myself into conversations or whatever and so I'm going to be struggling because I won't be able to find my classes or whatever but that's everyone but Mm -hmm. I just like I'm a very, I'm an extrovert, so it's hard for me. Like, I'm not used to not knowing anyone or sure. not having someone I can talk to. Mm-hmm. Like, I won't even know one person's name.
1: Like, that's, that's true. Like, that's the weird thing. I know. All of your conversations will start the same. What, what's your name? Who yeah. are you?
0: Because <laughs> right now, like, at my old school, when school was still a thing, <laughs> um, I would always have someone like I didn't even have to be friends with them I'd know who they are and I could just start a conversation if I had no one in a class like say I w- had a class and I didn't know anybody I'd still know of people and I'd mm-hmm. know people's names and so I could introduce myself easily we could like hit it off but going into a place where you don't have one person that just seems really difficult
1: mm-hmm you have a few things going for you, at least. At least you are extroverted. So you're at least willing to, as organically as possible, walk up to someone and be like, hey, what's exactly. your name? Who are you? I know it's hard, though. Like, that is definitely something to overcome, like, mentally and emotionally, you know, both those things. Is there, like, other worries? I mean, so school, that's like its own. Oh, that other scenario, though, like, so school doesn't start. It, or it starts, but you don't physically go there. Like, what's the worry about that?
0: Just how it is now. I mean, it's not gonna be any different from it is now. I'll still be talking to my old friends and stuff, but I won't have anyone to like. So right now, I keep in touch with my friends from my old school, and we can do the work together. We can call and like we'll have classes, like Zoom calls together or whatever. But at this new school, it's going to be so awkward because on Zoom calls, it's not like you can meet people, really. You're just going to be there knowing nobody. And like if you're falling behind or something, there's no one I can really ask for help. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. It seems like this is the time where you just really need a friend. Just one. If there was one friend. Mm
0: -hmm. That's why I really want to get to know people near our house or in our neighborhood because they'll probably be going to the same high school I am. Do
1: you remember when I told you the story about Chelsea and how I needed a friend? Yeah. So, So, I forgot to tell you this before we started our podcast today, but today is the anniversary of her death. Mm -hmm. So, one year ago today, my best friend from the time when I needed a friend, one friend, her name was Chelsea, passed away from a very terrible cancer. And I was thinking, that's the beauty of... One friend, because you only need one. It's not like you need fifteen new friends at your school. I think you'll eventually have fifteen new friends, because <laughs> I know you. But you just need that one. You know what I mean? That like starts it off for you. Like, remember when you started in middle school? Who's your first friend in seventh grade? Remember
0: who's your locker? The person with the locker. My friend year?
1: Delaney. Oh, Delaney. That's right.
0: She moved away. I'm gonna send her this. So, Delaney, if you're listening to this, I miss you. <laughs> yeah. oh
1: I miss Chelsea. It's, But that's, like, look how much you're smiling. It's that one friend, right? That one person makes a difference when you need someone. So I'm really praying that you, even if it's Zoom or in person, I really hope there's, like, one friend for you that comes along.
0: Yeah, I remember just meeting. So she was a new student at our school. She had just moved to our school. So she's in the same situation that I'm going to be in next year. Um, this was in seventh grade. Uh, I'm in 8th grade now, and so she was my locker neighbor, and I didn't really know anyone in my classes. I mean, I knew, like, one person, but I didn't really know anyone from my elementary school in our classes because our elementary school divided into two different middle schools, so there was only half of them going to our school, and I didn't even have any classes with them. So it was kind of difficult, but my locker neighbor, I just immediately started talking to her because I was like, I need to get to know someone. And so we talked for a bit, and then it turns out we had a ton of classes together, and she was kind of all I needed, because with her, we both got to know other people with each other, because it's so much more comfortable. I don't know if I'm the only one who feels this way or not, but it's so much easier to get to know people when you have one other person with you. Like, it's so much... I mean, I'll get to know people even if I'm by myself, but when you're with someone, it's easier to, like, be comfortable and talk to other people.
1: What would you, like... Let's assume there's other teenagers out there that are listening, and they are in the same situation as you. In the sense that maybe they know some people, or they're going to a new school. What like what's the advice you would give to someone who's like, hey, maybe I'm shy, or I don't know that many people, or I feel worried or nervous about my new school situation? What would you say?
0: I'll probably be able to give better advice after <laughs> I actually after I actually go to school. But um, what I'm gonna try and do is honestly just talk to as many people as i as possible every single person you see just say hi like you don't even have to have a conversation start or anything just say hi i'm so and so i just moved here or i'm nervous or something like that and just start conversations because some people like there will be some people who aren't the nicest or aren't as outgoing or anything but there will be people who you could completely hit it off with like i did with my friend delaney so Um, I honestly just think, talk to as many people as you can. The more the merrier. Like, if you're just gonna sit there and not talk to anyone, then it's gonna be a little difficult for you to, like, make friends. Because in my experience, just being outgoing, it's nerve-wracking, but it's totally worth it. Because the more outgoing you are, in my experience, the more friends you'll make.
1: And there could be people out there who they're just waiting for that one person to be outgoing. They actually want to make friends, but they feel, like, shy or insecure. And so, like, when you're that person who's, like, hey, and you're that outgoing person, it, like, makes a way for them. It's the thing they've been waiting for anyhow, and you could be that person for them that, like, makes the first move in a sense, I guess, Mm -hmm. which is cool. That's, like, that's a gift for people, especially if they're... You know, like you said, they're in a situation you're in where everyone's nervous on their first day of high school, I think. Even if you know people, I feel like you'd still be nervous. So we also said we should probably talk a little bit in this podcast about, um, I don't know how to even phrase this, but like acknowledging that our worries aren't, they're just different than what a lot of people are worried about right now. Like I was thinking before we started this about how, People are worried about putting food on, feeding their family or feeding themselves, maybe. Um, People are worried about paying rent or their mortgage. People are worried because they lost their job. I don't know. What do you think teens are worried about? I think those are like adult worries. But teens could be worried about that for their parents, too.
0: Yeah. Like in this time, this pandemic, there's people, tons and tons of people who originally were in good financial situations, but now just aren't as mm-hmm. in as good financial situations. And obviously those worries are more important than mine, it seems like. But that just because someone has bigger worries, it doesn't mean yours are any less valid. You still have like a right to be worried about things. But I mean, I'm kind of just looking at it like, okay, if I'm feeling super anxious or worried about something, at least I still have a home to go to and stuff like that and so many people don't have us.
1: Yeah I was thinking at least for myself because you know I do all the work in Haiti and I'm so I've been worried lately about because they don't have good a good health care system really um, and I was talking to a girlfriend in Haiti and she's like we have like 34 ventilators in the country And I've been so worried about my friends there getting coronavirus, of course, and then just having to just beat it on their own, you know, with really no medical care. Um, And that got me thinking about the rest of the world. Like, in some ways, and this is not to downplay at all people in the States who are super, super sick and not, or maybe don't have good health care. And there's this whole other rest of the world also where like Haiti or certain places I went to in Africa, like when I worked in Zambia, where the healthcare is is not, it's either not good or non-existent. And I am so worried about my friends and people there and what are they going to do? You know, if this virus continues to spread, like I think it will, and they really don't have any options. So that's been like keeping me up at night thinking about what's going to happen You know and it's also I've reached out more and connected with my friends more because I'm like man maybe this is this is the time to connect this is the time to talk I guess so I've been thinking a lot about that lately or that's been a worry that's been circulating around lately what kind of hope would you offer to people to teens who like are watching their family struggle watching their parents like try to figure this out what would you say like what kind of hope or what would you offer to them
0: honestly just take it day by day because if you look if like you're going to stress yourself out in my experience you're going to stress yourself out more by thinking like far into the future just focus on that day focus on try and help as much as you can don't just sit around if you see your parents are struggling like help them in any way you can help others in any way you can if you're in a good situation like we are help others who aren't in a good situation because if we all just work together I think this will go by faster or at least it'll go by easier
1: yeah there's definitely something to be said for joining in a community and like whether that community is your family or your neighbors but like carrying each other's burdens during this time and not not being alone, you know, choosing to connect to another person in the middle of this, I think does make it bearable in a way that it it's not if you're on your own. What should we talk about next time?
0: Mm, I think we can figure that out. <laughs>
1: Sounds good. Thanks for doing it with me too.